What's up, everybody? My name is Harrison Kramer. My name is Jake Chandler. We are two friends who go to college together. We live in the same house, and we are both pursuing God. Mm-hmm. And we both experience Him every day, and we are sharing our experiences and what we're learning with you guys through this podcast called The Bottom Line. And this, this is something that happens every Thursday. Every Thursday morning, we release a new episode about a new topic. We dive into scripture. We dive into personal experiences. And today, our topic is pride. Pride versus humility. Our kingdom versus God's kingdom. And... um our wisdom essentially versus God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. This is a very deep topic. I think I say that for all of our topics because they're all pretty deep. Yeah. Pride is, is one of the main things, if not the main thing that keeps people from God. Right. And it has played a major role throughout all of scripture. There's, countless examples of people's pride getting in the way and distorting what God has for them. That's pretty much how the Bible starts out is people, Adam and Eve choose their own wisdom instead of God's wisdom. And then just throughout scripture, people are constantly choosing their own wisdom, their own ways, their own kingdoms over God's kingdom. And We're just going to get right into it. We're just going to dive into some scriptures on pride. And a lot of this will be from the book of Proverbs. Solomon had a lot to say about pride. And so we're going to read some of that. And then we will discuss that. So Proverbs 13.10 says, Where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. Mm. And then another one says, The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. And another one says, Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And another one, Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the unplowed field of the wicked, produce sin. Do you have any thoughts on any of those? God doesn't like pride very much. No. Not at all. And it's... I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. Like, if you think about us as humans versus God as God, God being perfect and faultless and us being completely broken by nature, for us to, like, try try to present ourselves as if we we know something like if we're, if we're mm. better than something yeah is like nonsense to god <laughs> right doesn't make any sense yeah it's the nonsense nonsense makes no sense <laughs> heck yeah so i i really like that us portraying ourselves as anything but broken is ridiculous yeah and it it makes no sense in god's eyes because he sees right through it and sees our brokenness mm-hmm. as a perfect being. He sees all of that. And so if we are to pretend that we know how to do something better than he does, if we know, if we, if we think we know how to control a situation better than he does, it's almost laughable. Yeah. 
that that we could think that and that um is like you said god really hates pride he it says he detests it Mm -hmm. and it's something that if you if you had to explain why it gets in the way what do you think you'd say it gets in the way of our relationship with god you kind of already touched on it I've I've kind of heard it said before that you can boil down the majority, if not all, sin to a pride issue. Mm-hmm. Like you can always link anything to pride, like any sin to pride. Yeah. Whichever whichever way you want to go about that. So. Yeah, and I mean, like we were going to talk about how the 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 fall of man with Adam and Eve was a pride issue yeah and that was like you know the the stem of all sin in humanity right so the very first sin the sin that started this entire thing was prideful yeah so pride has its roots and its beginnings in sin yeah and sin keeps us from god so therefore pride is is extremely dangerous for us. Mm -hmm. And I want to clarify something that pride and confidence are two different things. And so we're not saying Mm -hmm. you, that nobody should think, uh, nobody should, you shouldn't have low self-esteem because you're a worthless, broken person. Pride, pridefulness is thinking that we know better than God. Right. And and confidence can be something else. You can be confident in something and that can translate to your character and that can be a very good thing. Yeah. But pride stemming from sin, like you said, really gets in the way of our relationship with God. And that that's how it, it all started. Was Adam and Eve choosing their wisdom over God's wisdom because they wanted to determine things for themselves. They they weren't interested in God's right. God's way anymore. And I think there's a couple reasons that God really hates pride. A couple reasons why he completely detests it. And um, I remember last week I, I shared a story about King Agrippa mm-hmm. in the book of Acts. Yeah. And how he didn't give praise to God. He was getting praise from people and people were calling him a God. But he didn't give that praise to God. And so God sent an angel to strike him down and he was eaten by maggots. And so God thinks it's this disgusting, just rotten thing is, is what pride is to him. And he thinks that because number one, he is the only one deserving of honor and glory and praise. And for us to step in the way of that is, is to basically pick a fight with God and is to just disgrace his name. Yeah. Because like you said about the contrast of perfection and imperfection, God and us, and how the if the imperfect thing thinks they know how to do it perfectly, yeah. the perfect one is not going to like that. Yeah. And it's going to be offensive because he actually knows. Yeah. And another reason why he hates pride is because he wants to protect us. Mm -hmm. He wants to protect us from it. He knows how destructive pride is. He's seen it so many times. He saw it with 
the devil. He saw it with Adam and Eve. He sees it with every single person, how their own pride can potentially destroy their life. And this is something that we need to be extremely careful about because pride is very, very deceptive. Mm. And I think it works in ways that we might not even realize. We have a lot of pride within us that yeah. we might not even recognize as pride. Yeah, you might you might think, like, for example, you could, as a Christian, you could be prideful in in how well you think you're, like, walking with God versus those yeah. around you. Like, you can have pride in your own, like, pursuit of God if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And it, um, it, it's so strange because it, it just takes many forms that you wouldn't expect because my, my example is pretty close to that. The reason I joined his house, the ministry that we are a part of, in the place we are at right now, the reason I joined his house was because of my pride. Yeah. And because I thought that I knew what was best. But I, I was walking with the Lord. And so I became a Christian in high school. I took it very seriously. But because I wasn't careful and because I fell into some lies, I believed that my way of walking with the Lord was the best and only way to walk with the Lord. And so when I saw his house, I I came into it thinking about how I'm going to save his house. And I would I would look at a lot of ministries that way. Like, how can I go in and change them and do things my way right. and offer up my control? But... God had different things in mind. And what this eventually resulted in was um, kind of like emotional devastation for me. And it's the story is, is very long. I'm not going to tell the whole story. But eventually, my pride in, in that regard was eliminated by God. Everything that I had built on top of it was ruined by God, and I was left devastated. But this was a good thing because God saw my kingdom in opposition with his kingdom and decided to destroy mine so that I could experience his. And even though it was really, really hard, it was actually one of the best things that ever happened Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. The Bible talks about you know, building where you're going to build your house on, on which foundation, either mm-hmm. the sand, which is unstable, which would be on our own, building our house on our own terms yeah. versus on the rock, which is firm, which would be God's terms. So like you said, everything you built on top of the pride was just destroyed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because then you got to feel like you have to rebuild everything. Yeah, it, it was not at all a firm foundation and everything did have to be rebuilt. But the beauty of it was the new foundation we were talking about and how God took me to that new foundation and started building up things his way Mm -hmm. properly. Because the, the crazy thing is God 
leveling your kingdom in this lifetime will be the best thing to ever happen to you because God can take your pride and destroy it. And even though it might hurt like nothing else might hurt like crazy, you get to experience a new foundation with him if you're willing to take part in it. Yeah. Like we can, we can like use a small example of just, you know, Christian brothers and sisters, like, calling each other out yeah. and holding each other accountable, how that can be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and how how you can quickly get defensive when someone calls you out on something. So when God basically calls you out on everything, yes, <laughs> man, that's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is for your own benefit and for your own protection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like that example. I think of growing up with like my brothers a lot and if they were to ever call me out on something it was pretty much game over (laughs) i would lose my mind we'd all get in a fight and then my mom would make us walk around the house holding hands (laughs) (laughs) uh that's that's true that would actually happen but yeah the natural tendency for man to not want to be corrected and to not want to take advice when this one of these verses said where there is strife there is pride but wisdom is found in those who take advice yeah and so god god wants to destroy our kingdoms and give us the advice on how to build a new one with him Mm -hmm. like it's not that he destroys ours and nothing that we ever want will ever happen it's he knows the desires of our heart mm-hmm. and he wants us to build one together with him. Yeah. But on a foundation that is actually firm. Right. A foundation that is not sand, but a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I was. Oh, yeah. So about God destroying your kingdom so that his can be built and so that you can see the, the like error of your ways, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of what I saw that, that is such a merciful thing for him to do in this life Yeah, because it's this life or the next Mm -hmm. either way, what you built is not going to last. So no matter what, everything you've been investing in on top of your pride and on top of yourself will not matter someday. And so if God levels it today, levels it in this lifetime, thank him for it. Praise him for it because it's this life or the next and you don't want it to be the next. Yeah. So if God levels it today, embrace that, um, submit to, to what he has, embrace his new foundation and start, start going from there. Do you have any other thoughts? I mean, this is, the Bible talks about how, in in light of what you were saying, how, you know, what we build here will be tested before God. And it it describes it as like being burnt. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's the prideful things we, we cling on to here will be burnt. 
what it, I don't know if that's literal or what, what that means, but but it's the it's the sacrifices we make for God and for His kingdom that the Bible talks about as being treasures in heaven and things yeah. that will last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two different kingdoms, two different treasures. One is godly, one is not. Yeah, and um, that that's going to lead us into our next point. It's going to lead us into what is the opposite of pride? And the answer is humility. Mm -hmm. And we saw that with some of these verses, how a life full of strife, a life full of conflict means that there's pride involved. A relationship full of conflict means that there's pride involved, but humility leads to wisdom. So these, these two things, which are complete polar opposites, Pride, foolishness, foolishness and conflict, humility, wisdom, and and peace. Yeah, that's that's been a theme throughout our episodes. Is is God wanting to offer us peace in life? And pride is the opposite of wisdom because pride is straight up the opposite of God. Right. The Proverbs talks about how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge mm-hmm. or wisdom. And the fear of the Lord, I think, is humility. Like, really speaking very broadly, the fear of the Lord is recognizing that yeah. God is so much greater than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a very good point. It's seeing God for the authority that he is, the ruler that he is, yeah. and recognizing you're kind of not yeah, much. <laughs> for the ruler that he is. Like, <clears throat> like that you're... In, under his kingdom, mm-hmm. that you're not the ruler of your own kingdom, but you're under a kingdom. Yeah. 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 I I think it's um funny how we we build our kingdoms in opposition to God and we build our kingdoms with things that God made. Yeah. How like that that's just funny. I I made a song one time about me me building a kingdom and then this enemy comes and tears it to the ground and i'm i'm heartbroken yeah but at the end of the song you find out that the enemy was actually god Mm -hmm. and i was taking these things that could have been used for good and using them for myself instead of for the service of the lord and Mm -hmm. he he had to come in and get rid of it so that we could do things again and in a better way because to, to build your kingdom and act like God doesn't have a part in it or shouldn't have a part of it. It is crazy when you look at the world we live in and everything that he made. Yeah. It it just, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't line up. And that's why pride leads to strife, conflict and foolishness because we all need help. And for someone to act like they don't need help is completely ridiculous. Yeah. We, that, that's ridiculous in any profession and that's ridiculous in the Christian life. Yeah. And it should be admired when people ask for help. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I feel like sometimes we kind of have this connotation that, wow, they need help. What's going on with them? What's wrong with them? When in reality, everybody needs help. And for them to ask for help is huge. It's super humble and super 
like glorifying to God. Yeah. To acknowledge both to God and to people that you are not all put together right. Like you have, you don't have everything put together. Right. Yeah. To recognize that is to recognize truth. Yeah. So why do you think humility is so glorifying to God? Because of what everything we've talked about, like how, how we are to, you know, the Bible says, believe in your heart and confess your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you'll be saved. That's to recognize that you're not Lord Mm -hmm. and that Jesus has control over your life in every aspect. And that to try to control your life is a worthless effort. It's not going to work. It's only going to end in disaster. Yeah. So God really wants us to humble ourselves and submit to his his will for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, sorry. Keep going. That's that's like, that's outlined by the very, you know, building blocks of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Mm -hmm. Like by his death on the cross and his resurrection from the grave, we, there is nothing we can do to like earn our salvation. Mm -hmm. And, and the grace freely offered by God is, is protection from pride in a way. Yeah. Like we need to realize that we're not going to be able to do this and just, accept that God wants to help us yeah, and accept his help. Yeah. Yeah. Except that the only way you're getting to God is by completely setting yourself aside. Yeah. And so that's when, when we talk about, you know, these, these character traits and what we ought to live out as Christians, we should always look to what Jesus did. Right. What the yes. example he set. So I have a verse. Philippians Good. 2 8. Mm-hmm. He, Jesus, humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So what you just said, we need to. Oh, shoot. What did you just say? We need to completely humble ourselves. Yeah. In every aspect. And for Jesus to humble himself in every aspect led to his crucifixion. And yet he didn't, he could have gotten out of that, but he Mm -hmm. humbly and obediently, you know, stayed, like held his ground, sort of like he didn't fight the... His way of holding his ground was being obedient to dying. Yeah. He didn't, you know, have this whole trial fight for his cause sort of thing. He just accepted Mm -hmm. what was coming to him because it was the will of God. Yeah. He he prayed in the garden, God, if there's another way, let there be another way. But if not, I will do your will. Mm-hmm. And that is humility in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Jesus perfectly models it. The, the book of John outlines in the first chapter who Jesus is. And it says Jesus is the word and creation the world was made through him. Yeah. And so to start the book off with this picture of this man, this being, and then what you read after that is mind blowing mm-hmm. because you're thinking this, this being, this person that they described at the beginning is the same one 
eating with the tax collector, same one like washing people's feet, yeah, and the same one who's willing to die on a cross. Yeah, it's the ultimate role. He is the ultimate role model for humility, and that's why we can only get to God through Christ. Yeah, and I mean, we talk about all this. Humility as in recognizing our brokenness and stuff. But we, we touched on being confident as well. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus was the perfect example of humility. But he was also confident in in the things God was doing through yes. him. And in turn, he he lived out the will of God and gave the glory back to God. Mm-hmm. So we can we can do amazing things for God. Like if we accept his will. Yeah. And it's the humility of returning that praise and glory to him and not keeping it in us, but directing it back to him. Right. Because you can be humble and confident. Yeah. And the Christian life is is confidence followed by humility. Yeah. Right. Because Jesus humbled himself by becoming a human in the first place. Mm-hmm. And yet when the father said this is my son who i'm well pleased he's fully confident in that yeah unwavering and that that is the ultimate model is our humility allowing us to hear what god says to us and then becoming fully confident in what god believes about us and god believes that we're made in his image yeah he believes that he he chose us So we could we could go as far as to say to read what the Bible and God has to say about us as children of God and to reject that and to get down on ourselves could be prideful is prideful. Yes. Because uh, like you were saying, yeah. is, is, am I, am I wrong? No, I think you're right. <laughs> like if, if I read that the Bible, if God tells me that i am loved by god Mm -hmm. if i you know am a christian faithful christian and i reject that god loves me right i feel like there's some pride in that i i think you're right and that's that's a weird place to go to because a lot of people who struggle with low self-esteem and and things like depression i won't i'm not going to say all depression but they, th- this goes, I've seen a lot of Christians struggle with depression. Yeah. But I, I guess I'm, my point is like, if we are to be humble and submit to God's kingdom and God defines those in his kingdom in a way mm-hmm. to reject that definition is to live outside his kingdom. Yeah. And it's, it's to believe your, your own heart your own mind, your own words above God's words. And so if there's someone, like I said, who's, who's struggling with low self-esteem or maybe even depression because they're having a hard time believing what God says about them. Yes, they're a victim, but also there's pride to be dealt with. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say go rebuke those with low self-esteem and call them out and all this, but but that's just how like deceptive pride can be, I think. Yeah. And how it can take on these different roles as these completely super arrogant people mm-hmm. and these completely 
like devastated people. Yeah, because pride goes completely across the spectrum yeah. as far as how it looks. And I think a big thing with depression that I've struggled with in my life was because of pride. Mm-hmm. And it was because I thought I had I wasn't doing enough for God. I wasn't I, I just I straight up wasn't believing the things that we just right. talked about, the things that he says about me. And for me in my life, that was straight from pride. Yeah. Because I I was like, God, I hear what you're saying, but I'm still gonna believe these other things instead. Yeah. And so I was choosing something else outside of what God was saying. And it's weird because the the closest way for me to get to God at times I felt most distant to him felt so backwards because mm-hmm. it, it meant I needed to think more highly of myself. Yeah. And then my efforts would follow that. Yeah. Instead of doing all these things, putting forth all this effort and then feeling a certain mm-hmm. way. It was, it was recognizing who God says I am, removing my pride. And that essentially freed me yeah. from depression was knowing how much my father actually loves me. Yeah. And that, that is, it does sound backwards. Like to, to think about how we need to hold ourselves highly. Right. Yeah. But, and then, but we, we're scared of that because we don't want to hold ourselves too highly. Yes. And get out of place. Yes. So I, I do think confidence does kind of go hand in, like biblical confidence goes hand in hand with biblical humility, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because another part of that is that I, what I really wanted to do was get myself out of this hole mm. with my own efforts. And if God had let me do that, then what I, I still would have been looking at myself. Yeah. But if I if I completely humble myself and I'm like God, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I have nothing anymore. Then He is the only one that can lift me up. And so with that humility and with that, with Him being the only one who raises us up, then we can go forth in confidence yeah. because we're out for good. We're out of the hole for good, mm-hmm. and because his his truth is finally resonating. Yeah, and so I would encourage anybody who's struggling with what God thinks about them, just uh, stop thinking about yourself. Yeah, go into the Word and find what God says about you. Yeah, and what He says about who you are to him, like what he thinks of you yeah, and believe it. Definitely. Which is hard to do. Harder said, harder done than said. Easier said, easier than, said done. than done. That's what it, that's what it is. But yeah. Yeah. So pride comes in all shapes and sizes. No one is exempt from it. Whether you're the arrogant, loud person or you're the quiet and secure person. Yeah. There's pride keeping all of us from God. Mm-hmm. And like you can't get a, get away from the fact that you intrinsically have pride as part of your life. Yeah. But uh, how we choose to combat it will determine what where our stance with God is. Mm-hmm. I don't really like how I said that, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the point, the point <laughs> okay. gets across. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
humility. You, you read a verse on humility. I had a couple verses on humility. Um, another proverb that is about humility and pride says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. Mm. But with mm. humility comes wisdom. Yeah. That kind of sums up a lot of what we talked yeah. about. Yeah. With pride comes disgrace. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And so this, kind of like we talked about last week, is God's giving us the end game again. Yeah. And Solomon, who made a lot of mistakes, is who ex- Solomon experienced the things that most of us want to experience. Yeah. And then he gave us the aftermath of it. Right. So we don't have to do those things. So like crazy amounts of sex, crazy amounts of just wild living and, and money and riches. He did all of that and then gave us the aftermath of it so that we can look at it for ourselves and decide what we want to do. And he's saying that the life of pride, the life of wild living, this is how it ended. It was disgraceful. Yeah. But humility ends with wisdom. Right. And we get to choose which one we want. You can go one route and experience all these things that will temporarily be amazing, but will end with disgrace. Or you can choose the route of humility, which will ultimately lead to wisdom. And that's where faith comes in because you do have to trust because you haven't experienced the end point of both sides. Right. And, um, another verse and James says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Yeah. So if you are, if you're downcast in spirit, if you are just, yeah, anywhere on the spectrum, if you humble yourself before the Lord, he will be the one to raise you up Right. because we can't do it. We can't do it properly. Yeah. And Colossians says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And then Jesus himself says, um, sitting down, Jesus called the 12 and said, anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. Mm -hmm. That one is pretty extreme. That's what Jesus lived out. Yeah. The, because he he's the ultimate being, yeah, and he became humiliated yeah. on purpose. I have not come to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. And so, with humility comes service, mm-hmm. becomes learning how to serve, and that is basically how Christians win. Yeah, that's basically how we're meant to live life: is in service to others, in service of each other. And ultimately because we're in service to God, right. just like Christ was. And Christ models that for us today by serving us. Mm-hmm. He still serves us. The Holy Spirit serves us, which is, which is amazing. Yeah. And the last thing I want to talk about with humility is the importance of confession. Mm-hmm. And the verse in James says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The yeah. prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Yeah, there's a lot that kind of works together with confession. Mm-hmm. For for one, the, the big thing of humility and, you know, fessing up to what you've done, not just to God, but to each other. Yeah. Because... I think sometimes it's easier easier for us to talk to God about things 
than it is with each other sometimes mm-hmm. because because of fear of you know shame or rejection or judgment yeah but yeah the verse says confess to each other and pray with and for each other mm-hmm. so you can be healed can you read the verse one more time yeah Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the other side of that is confidence in forgiveness from God. Yeah. Which is also humble, maybe. I don't know. but It is because... It's acknowledging that you had nothing to do with your salvation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Confession is crucial for us because we have sins that need to be exposed. And this this other verse says in Ephesians 5.11, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Yeah. And so one of the keys for us as sinners is confession. Um, confession is what exposes our heart and exposes our pride. And we can't let pride get in the way of that Mm -hmm. because we can't be in the light if we, if we, um, are hiding darkness. Right. But if we are willing to set our pride aside and step into the light and what that looks like is confession to God and confession to trusted brothers and sisters in the faith. If we do that, we're on our way to wisdom. Yeah. We're on our way to um, forgiveness mm-hmm. and proper standing with yeah. God because of what he's done. Yeah, and confession in its proper form with, you know, godly people should always result in, in love, right? Yeah. Not in condemnation or judgment. Now, love can take, you know, different, more unexpected forms like rebuke is love. Godly mm-hmm. rebuke is love. Yeah. But, like, my point is if if somebody re- rebukes you and calls you out on something, that is a, a time to examine yourself for pride or humility. Because if they love you and they're correct in, in their rebuke, confession is the response, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the aftermath should be love and should be healing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's also the flip side of that where I've been the person rebuking and I found that it was prideful of me to rebuke Yeah. because before I was willing to listen or pray, I wanted to correct somebody. Right. <laughs> and yeah. even if I was right, there, there was another way to do it that involved more humility that I just didn't, I didn't do. Yeah. But, um, because the goal of it all is to bring it all into the light. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's the most terrifying thing you will ever hear. But that's going to happen regardless. Yeah. So like we said earlier about it's either this life or the next where your kingdom is going to get destroyed and right. it's not going to matter. It's also either in this life or the next that you are going to be completely exposed. Right. And we can... We can take a hold of that because that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. And we can't let 
our pride tell us that these things are worth holding on to, that right. darkness is worth holding on to. It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Not just because of eternal consequences, but because you're missing out on current joy right. and on current friendships and current community that could result from godly confession. And most of all, you're missing out on a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. someone who's perfect, someone who will never leave your side if you're if you're withholding from letting your sins be exposed. Yeah. Someone who wants you to succeed mm-hmm. and do great things for his kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. He he really is for us, mm-hmm. not against us. That doesn't mean he's for what you might be currently doing. But in in the long run and in the grand scheme of how he designed you, he's for all things coming together so that you can reach like your fullest potential. Right. And it, it takes a lot of humility to set everything aside and be open to someone raising you up mm-hmm. and giving you a different life. Yeah. But it's good. Mm-hmm. We've done that. We continue to do that. And um, I, I say with all seriousness that getting to know Jesus and living this life has been the greatest honor that I've ever been a part of. Yeah. It's it's not always easy. It can be really hard. A lot of it has involved the hardest times of my life as a result of it. And that was because my sin was so attached and so ingrained in me. But this process of becoming more like Christ and him showing me more how to be humble and be like himself has been the greatest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. And I, I'm, I just feel like it's important for you guys to know that I'm not just saying that. And if that's something you guys haven't done or haven't experienced then please, I I highly encourage you to look into that. And if you think you can go deeper with that, then do so. God will show you how his word Mm -hmm. will guide you. Holy Spirit will help you. James says, James 1 says, if you lack wisdom, ask God and believe in your heart and he'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. And in, in light of what we're talking about, how humility leads to wisdom. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So this kind of ends where we started. There's your kingdom and there's God's kingdom. There's your wisdom or God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. One of them is a result of pride and is not everlasting. The other one, you can be a part of it, it with humility and it leads to wisdom. It doesn't lead to strife. It doesn't lead to internal conflict. And so we, every day we get to choose what kingdom we want to build. Yeah. And that's something that even Christians, you really got to ask yourself in everything that you do, because you might not realize it unless you let the light shine in that what you're doing might actually be for yourself. Yeah. Whether it's how you're engaging in friendships, how you're engaging in your marriage, how we're engaging in something like the bottom line. Yeah. If we're not careful, this can be for ourselves. Right. Even though we're talking about Jesus every episode. Yeah. That's how deceptive pride is. And just like this light 
is beaming into our eyes. <laughs> we need to let Jesus beam into our hearts so that all this stuff can be exposed. Because I've genuinely found myself enjoying life a lot more when I'm not doing things for myself. Yeah. That that's what humans are meant to do. It's surrender and serve. Yeah. But to the right person. Right. Um wow, that wraps up that conversation. Nice. This has been, been, <laughs> been a good one. Um, what what have you learned this week, Jake? I was thinking about that before we had this conversation, mm-hmm. and it ties into this conversation. Wow. I've learned Interesting. to really appreciate grace in in a in an amazing way. How, like we said, it's not anything we did. To earn his grace, it's just the grace he gives us mm-hmm. if we choose to accept it. And how, you know, it's, it's going to be a lifetime of, of becoming more like Christ and struggling through pride and surrendering to Jesus. Yeah. So to really, I've really been kind of blown away by how just how much he forgives us like how it's already taken care of mm-hmm. like jesus took care of all of our dumb mistakes on the cross at one time yeah like it's not like we ask for forgiveness and god's like i guess i'll let you off the hook this time but like yeah it's already gone you just have to as as the East is repent the West. and try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's no pressure. Right. It's no pressure anymore. It's it's crazy and so weird sometimes how you can be so dumb and then <laughs> just God's like, that's fine. You you're, You come to me. You want to keep going. We're going to keep going. Yes. Like, it feels like you lost something, you know, when you fall out of obedience to God. And, I mean, you have. You've lost obedience to God and you've lost the joy that comes with that. Mm -hmm. But God's ready to just start every time. Yeah. As long as you come to him with repentance and and ask for forgiveness, he's like, yes, it's done. Let's go. Yep. That's just crazy to me. When you fall off the horse, what do you do? <laughs> Get back up Get onto back the, on horse? the horse. That's from a movie. Oh. I don't remember what movie. Is it a but horse movie? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do not remember what movie it is. But yeah. But God, that's, so, that's so good. God wants us to keep going. Mm-hmm. And he's not like trying to hold us back. Yeah. It says he he's forgotten our sin. Yeah. And so for us to dwell on something that God has forgotten is illogical. We we shouldn't dwell on that stuff. Yeah. And that is not something to be taken advantage of. That's a different conversation. And the Bible talks about that. Don't take advantage of his grace. Mm-hmm. But if you if you sincerely want to know God and live for him, stop dwelling on your sin. Yeah. That that will do you no good. Right. And that kind of goes 
that's kind of what we were talking about with the pride situation earlier is don't let your pride get in the way and tell you that these things still have a hold on your life. When God himself, who is greater than our pride and greater than our sin has said that literally doesn't matter. anymore. Mm -hmm. It, It literally is completely taken away from your life. Yeah. Like, I think I've heard it said that stop stop living, like, stop trying so hard to not be someone you don't want to be and, like, really pursue who God wants you to be and stop focusing mm-hmm. on, like, what you have to stay away from and focus on what God calls you to. Yeah. It was uh, a good friend of ours, Brayden. He, he told us something that he heard one time. <laughs> he said, people who are so worried about not sinning sin all the time. Yeah. But if instead, because that is looking at yourself Mm -hmm. and this gets into what I learned this week is go for it. Awesome. (laughs) Perfect segue that I, um, learned that humility comes when we aren't thinking about ourselves Yeah, and we aren't thinking about how we should stop sinning. We aren't thinking about how we should be more humble. We're thinking about God. Yeah. And so in response to our our sin and in response to our inconsistencies, instead of thinking about myself, I can dwell on the holiness of Christ. Mm-hmm. And like you said, pick up right where you left off. Yeah. That last victory, pick up right at the last victory because that's all that matters. Yeah. The sin doesn't matter anymore. And, and keep going. Yeah. And so proper where humility gets misconstrued is when we try to be so humble that we're still only thinking about ourselves. But if we, if we take our eyes off ourselves and recognize that only God is the only one who matters, then we can actually be humble and actually experience freedom. Right. Freedom from, from pressure, from sin. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Nah, man. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of The, the Bottom, Bottom Line. Line. Where life's inconsistencies are met with foundational truth. This happens every single Thursday morning. And so you can subscribe to this channel and stay updated. You can also follow Jake and I on any social media. And um, I'll link our Instagram down below so that you can reach out and ask us questions give us ideas on what to talk about next and um yeah just any feedback you'd like we are by no means experts in what we're talking about but we do believe we are genuinely experiencing god and experiencing what he wants and what he talks about in the scripture and so we we share it with you guys and um what till next time (laughs) oh till next time see ya (laughs)